This is Hanspot, your weekly spotlight on a Korean term you must know today. Hi everyone, this is your host Michael Lee, and this week I'll be preparing you just in case you ever get to attend a concert in Seoul, South Korea. Now, if you ever get to go to the capital of the country and go to a, a live show of any kind, you'll witness something that you may not ever see anywhere else in the world. Dechang breaks down into two words that are put together. De refers to a crowd or group. Chang literally translates to to sing in South Korean. So it's when a group sings. And this specifically refers to at a concert when the artist is performing on stage and the entire crowd sings along in unison, word by word, rhythm by rhythm, in perfect harmony with the song. There are so many recounts of when artists return back to the United States in particular and describe the incredible experiences when crowds of thousands of people sing word for word their exact song back to them with a perfect accent, with perfect rhythm, as if they had made the song themselves. That is Daechang. You described one of your blogs experience in South Korea with the crowd singing Live Forever. Unbelievable. I wasn't even playing it. <laughs> What's that? What kind? What is that experience like? You're in, you're in South Korea. It's as far removed from where you were brought up as is humanly possible. Mm -hmm. and you go there, and there's like you know an arena of you know four, five, six thousand. They'll just sing it all of it word for word for them for their own amusement. But it's an amazing thing. It's like if I thought growing up that these people on the other side of the world who don't even speak English, do you know mm. what I mean, have taken my music. And when I go to South Korea, though, it makes me quite sad because they're such, and they've got such a fun-loving spirit. They're completely different from the Japanese who are quite conservative. This idea, this aspect of engaging with the artist, of involving yourself as a crowd, as a massive crowd, is not just limited to vocal singing. For example, when Mika did his first Asian tour in 2010. You can look this up on, on YouTube, it's incredible. The first time I was there, they, they did this paper plane thing during a song called Any Other World. And all these thousands of paper planes started flying through the arena. And it was really beautiful. And then another time, they, they got thousands of rolls of toilet paper. And white toilet paper flying through the arena, which actually just looked like white. Another example is when Pharrell first performed this whole. The entire crowd, because they were singing it so well, artists typically wear an earpiece so they can block out the crowd noise and maintain good pitch. He stood speechless, stopped singing, took out his earpiece, and listened as the entire stadium sang his song back to him.
when you start to look at how exactly the crowd is interacting with the artist, you can tell that they're, they're not just singing the entire song in its entirety, there's a balance. They let the artist perform, and then in turn parts like the chorus, they like to sing back, vice versa, and there is this back and forth, a dialogue almost, between the crowd and the performer. Now, this has always been a traditional aspect of concert participation, for example, in Korea. In the 60s and 70s and 80s, when we had Korean artists performing in Korea, the artists know to engage the, the, the audience and allow them to sing for a while, take a break, and then come back in for their own song. But, of course, this isn't standard practice all around the world. And in particular, when artists travel and do their tours in Asia, they typically stop by Japan first. Now, you can imagine, because Japanese crowds are stereotypically more reserved. They don't like to step on the toes or cross the boundaries of, of the artist and their practice. And this, this pertains to a lot of things, not just singing. But then imagine they go from that kind of crowd where, where there's more passive listening and then going to Korea, Seoul, the only major city where these concerts are performed, and tens of thousands of people are engaged every second of every moment. Just listen to this. How would you feel if you were in a concert and the entire crowd swelled up like that? Now, you might be wondering, how, how can they coordinate such things? How can, when Mika performs his song, Paper Plane, how can they know to bring a paper plane, to throw it at a certain moment? How do they know all this? Well, I'll tell you a little secret. If you go into the Korean-based fan sites, let's say, for example, Coldplay is coming to perform in Seoul, which they did recently, there will be a fan page for the concert. And in that fan page... There will be instructions of anything special you should do, of when to sing or not, how to participate with the artist that's coming. That is something you don't see anywhere else. And it's a unique aspect of organizing and mobilizing on the fans' side of things. Again, it is a dialogue. It is an engagement they have with the artist. Have you ever been to one of these concerts? I still haven't been to a massive gathering like this before. So I'm really looking forward to it after researching how this word works. As always, let me know what you think below. Be sure to leave your comment on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash And be sure to check out our SoundCloud page where you can listen to and download all of our episodes. They're completely available to use at soundcloud.com slash This is your host, Michael Lee. Until next time, this was Hanspot, your weekly dose of Korean culture today.